Welcome to episode 12 of People 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 Like Games What's up, what's up, and welcome back to another episode of People Like Games. I'm your host, Solo. And I'm Lilo. And we are back with our co-host. He missed Tuesday, or actually, I guess that was Wednesday's episode because I lazy him this the other day. But it's good to have you back. Uh, I'm glad you recovered from your pinky injury. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say. So so tough. I appreciate you letting everyone know that, uh, you know, pinky toes, I mean, genetically, I don't know why they're there, but they hurt when you get stubbed. Sometimes you just can't record. I don't know. For life events. I always think about how less, how much less dexterity you have in your pinky toes or in your, in your, in your feet than you do with your fingers. Monkeys don't have that problem. That's why they can climb trees. <laughs> they don't have a problem, but I don't understand that relation to pinky toes. Anyway, <laughs> anywho, um, so yes, we were just talking about uh, the Overwatch League games that just finished up today: Seoul versus New York. That was oh, so excuse me, Seoul versus uh, London. And that was a that was a whipping, man. That was freaking awesome, dude. Even the crowd got into it. They were just so genuinely excited for what was happening because Seoul's been seen as like this undefeated team, clearly, until they lost last week. But, you know, London's come back sick. They basically rolled out an entirely new roster, which was pretty interesting. I think they had like maybe four four of the six were were new people, um, which they, I guess. London or Seoul? London. Okay. And then uh, for 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 Seoul, they actually benched Rouge, yeah, Yu Zhang, Ryu Zhang, excuse me, um, which I was a little surprised by. He's a guy who plays Ana, so nasty, probably best Ana in the world. But he got benched, and they were doing, uh, you know, they just got worked, man. They got worked. I was surprised. I really thought that was going to be the one of the more back and forth matches of the series. So I guess that makes New York and london the best teams because i i had london on three but hey i mean like we said a couple weeks ago or i guess it was just was it just a week ago i'm not really sure yeah it was about about a week ago it feels like weeks ago right just the interesting evolution of the league and how as you play longer i actually don't know how long the season is going to be do you know yeah, it, it it goes to May, I believe, but it's broken up broken up into four stages. So the first stage is actually about to end relatively soon. I know this because uh, a recently announcement um, an announcement was made. I don't know if you're familiar with the player called Flower. He uh, yeah. was on yeah, the yeah. South Korean team, so he is signed with mm-hmm. the New York Excelsior, and he was due to be brought back or brought up into the league once he turned 18 because 18. yeah, yeah he's still 17 this kid's nasty exactly because there had been a rule that there the second the moment you turned 18 you were eligible to play for the following stage so i think he turns for 18th on may 14th which is the start of stage four but according to the league commissioner nate nanzer he's gonna have to wait till season two which a little bit of a bummer 
because that would have been a cool addition. I think season two of Overwatch is going to be fantastically different, which speaking of uh, the uh, patch is live now. The ultimate, mm. the ultimate nerf of mercy has come finally. I, it's not even an ultimate nerf, man. I mean, she's still obviously been played today in the games. Oh, absolutely. She's still, one of the, she's still probably the best healer that you could get. Also Specifically agree. because of the revive. But it's just... I actually I got caught unawares when the patch went live. I think it was two days ago or three days ago. Mm-hmm. I patched it. You know, naturally being in gold, being terrible, and just that hell that you can't get out of. Uh, no one wanted to be a healer. So that was exciting. And I went and chose Mercy. I got caught with my ult thinking that I could instant res people, not paying attention to the actual patch and what happened. Yeah, I died. I died yeah. as I was trying to heal somebody because it took me three seconds to res somebody. I was like, oh, oh my God. shit, I had no idea. That this is, is terrible. miserable. I'm sort of happy she is slower, though, because she'd be whipping around the map, man, when you went Valkyrie. And it always made right. it really difficult to kill, especially in comparison how how much of a sitting duck most of the heroes are when it comes to their ultimates gotta be down behind that shield man and they hit hopefully you have orissa or someone else yeah and they hit junkrat's concussion mind which is a little upsetting as someone who excels at junkrat so they came from my boy but (laughs) i think about it that that makes sense right i mean it's now his bomb do the same damage the entire radius of the area of the bomb that just makes no sense there should be drop offs so yeah i agree with them i i i do agree to a certain degree but at the same time i don't really have to worry about that because my aim is nasty so (laughs) i'm chilling bro it's like okay make it zero and i'll still get kills i'm gonna start getting headshots Mm -hmm. with mines yeah, you just throw mines and mines perfectly <laughs> fire in the middle of the sky. You have to blow her up. Oh, got her. Got her. Shot. Uh, it'd be amazing. But anyway, the next up, we have a relatively interesting story, I suppose. That's one way to put it. The Game Developers Choice Awards have rescinded the Pioneer Award for Nolan Bushnell uh, because mm. he used to harbor a... Uh, well, they withdrew it because people felt it was in poor taste given the current political climate. That is an interesting concept in and of itself that now political climate has bled into non-political <laughs> game awards, which is yeah, it's a sign of the times, if anything. But there's not much to go there. If you know Noah Bushnell, he was the founder of Atari, especially. Uh, smart as he was a little bit of an interesting tidbit steve jobs used to work for him before he, yeah he worked at atari before uh when he, before he ended up quitting and then going on to apple so it was right after gotcha. there it's pretty cool so congratulations did you, statement? Hmm? did you uh you read a statement like i applaud gdc for ensuring that their institution reflects what is right yeah, specifically. Yeah. I mean, he had a great response to it, which was like, if he was, if I personally, which I, I respect it, I respect it, but it, it was also a interesting choice, uh, and it's also a little upsetting that now they're not even giving away a Pioneer Award. But I think that's actually a smarter idea because whoever got it, if it was you know a woman or a 
or or a, a person of color, they're gonna definitely be like shit on that person. Right, right. Like, oh, you you took it away from the guy who made Otari for this person, and be like, all right, show dog, like. There's always going to be those haters. But that backlash wrong, would be more severe if you took it away from someone and gave it to someone else. True. Yeah. True. And yeah. they're yeah, just waiting for it to blow over. And I'm sure they'll we'll come back next, next year, year with, with a the, different, exactly. yeah, different state of mind. Exactly. But so It's tough. It's tough. I think the idea still stands. You understand why the GDC did it, right? Just because I think people that those who most creators they cherish and love have the same morals that you do. Yeah. And that's a big thing. Right. So him, who is it? Bucknell or Bushnell being yeah. uh, accused of sexual assault. He didn't get accused like, of sexual assault. Sexist. Yeah. Being, being sexist, sexist or, yeah. you know, con- conducting a sexist climate, but you right, know, right, right. whatever politics is politics. Now we're going to move on to something far more interesting, far more exciting nintendo is releasing mario kart mobile by march 2019 yeah titled mario kart tour what have i been saying you're gonna get it yeah 100 percent. i've been saying i'll say this for the longest time so you remember back in the day i think it was xbox they had the pod racing game from star wars episode one yeah yeah that was one of like the most enjoyable racing games of all time that was like hydro thunder level interesting to me and <laughs> that game bring about the old game the Damn. old game Ben. and the thing is w- what is the future of it, it when, and that's what i mentioned on tuesday's episode the one piece mobile game is coming out and it allow you to play with four of your friends so if you have a mario kart where it's just like i'm chilling on a train and it's or whatever the case is or I'm sitting waiting or with coffee and it, you text me, it's like, yo, let's play Mario Kart. That's an automatic link. If mobile games really want to be the future of gaming, of, you know, the market share for mobile gaming, it's 99 times bigger than any console or PC. So what they need to do is co-op games. And what better than Mario Kart than to be like, hey, let's play, boom, right on my hand, literally in my hands, I can message you and then just turn it over and it's a game. No, I feel you. I feel you. Let it be known that I think Fun Run did it first and best. And granted, obviously, Fun Run did not do it first. There have been so many mobile games that you play co-op before that. But now we're starting to get into big uh, big name territory, AAA titles, that kind of stuff. Mario. Anything with the name Mario in it is obviously going to have a huge following. Yeah, but Mario Kart. Tens of millions. I'm, you know what right. needs to follow with this? They need to figure out a good, comfortable controller for your phone that you can like whip out yeah i think i don't know man there's so many different phones like how, how do, would you do that connect it via bluetooth maybe yeah no, no no you, you yeah you, you take the uh it's like i actually know one company i'm gonna find the name i'm gonna mention them uh, next week when i find it but they'll like connect to the usb charging portion and then it wraps around it's sort of, sort of like a, a cover but it wraps around and then that becomes a controller Sort of, it's literally just like the switch, but imagine the USB adapter being plugged in to your phone. No, no, I gotcha. It's just thinking of logistics of that, different size phones, different companies, different You just make ports. different size versions, same, same way they do with covers. But the interesting thing would be if someone's willing to bring that with them, how portable can you make that? Right, right, right. Yeah. I gotcha. That's definitely the biggest thing. Exactly. Because no one wants to carry around an extra accessory. Exactly. They don't have to. 
Unless you're a Pokemon Go player, in which case you always have a charge back. Okay. Just because you never know where you're going to fight somebody. What they're really trying to figure out is like a foldable screen. Because if you could like make, if you could like fold over the Switch when you walk around with it, it'd be wild. Dude, yeah. I think Samsung's doing that, right? Yeah, the, they're working on it. But, yeah, but flex screens aren't relatively the same. It's sort of like waterproof versus water resistant, which they always fail to mention. Everyone just assumes the water resistance, waterproof. Water resistant means like it's yeah, it drops wet. Exactly. And dunk that shit. Exactly. Yeah, dunk that shit. But it should be good, along with the fact that the Mario movie with the Illumination Company, the company that made Minions, is coming out. That's been officially confirmed as well. That should be pretty good. And, you know, Mario Run, et cetera. Nintendo's on the move, man. That and Cardboard City. They're going to make so much money from their cardboard. So much money. So much money. It's going to be awesome. I am kind of upset about, like, all these renovations. Just, I just bought a Switch, man. I want more shit for the Switch. And it was nice in the article it mentioned that Nintendo explicitly stated the Switch and the 3DS are still their main concerns and their main products. But... This mobile game is gonna freaking be downloaded more times than anyone's ever bought a Switch. Obviously, so yeah, exactly. I just I, feel like once the company might go towards where the money is, and that makes me sad. Does that make sense? You mean much more money in the mobile market because you have so many more users compared to. I agree and I disagree because I feel like you remember we were saying this the other day, which is like eventually the switch is going to take the place of the 3ds. The 3ds. There's, yeah. So yeah. the fact that they're taking two two streams of revenue so you have consoles and then you have your what is it your handhelds and they're combining both of those revenues into just a switch the switch sold was it recently it was announced switch sold more in a year than the wii u has sold in its lifetime in its lifetime those numbers need to be had if it's going to have the revenue so like going to mobile is a pretty casual turn like i'd prefer nintendo to some of the shit that i play Granted, I would love to see more unique, original mobile games. I'm a little afraid of what's going to happen to mobile gaming once Nintendo, EA, and Ubisoft and all of these companies come in, sort of establish themselves on it. But they haven't yet. So, you know, who's to say? Super Mario Run was good. It was a good adaptation, but it was also pretty well made, which was like you could play the first stage and then pay 10 bucks, like... What's what's real? Ten bucks for a, a mobile game. Drop in the bucket. Well, it's kind of expensive for a mobile game, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. It is expensive for a mobile game, it. but it's just like you'll you'll pay for it because it's it's just ten bucks. It's one less Chipotle meal that you can buy. Exactly. If if you think about money relative to that sort of thought process, then it's not expensive. But then for other a lot of people, it's like oh ten three dollars. I would never. I'm going to go right. buy a soda. Exactly right. Buy a stupid, stupid Coca-Cola yo. that happens to be $3 at the convenience store. Exactly. It's, like, yo, it's replayability. You drink that immediately or you can play this game over and over for 3 bucks. Idiot. It's just a little bit of an entitled market that thinks content is free now to a degree because we grew up on free content, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. no one wants to pay for shit. And I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't. So, which speaking of, Speaking of the stupidity of the consumer and perpetuating cycles that they dislike in the first place, let's talk about EA for a second. 
Um, they had. I don't understand. Oh my I don't god! Understand this? Such such a loathing for this company. Their comp their stock rose seven percent, and it's literally the highest it's ever been. The fact that Battlefront Two sold sold like a little less, maybe than a million copies than what was projected, despite the yeah. fact that they bent over the consumer and were like, "Hey, do you want to play your favorite characters and pay us more?" Which is the same reason I'm upset about the Dragon Ball Fighter Z uh, business model. Like these are sort of exploitative, vulturistic fucking models that are like very to me very much a reason not to play your game and that's why i said even last week when it was rumored that like microsoft is considering acquiring ea i was like why like that's not going to help you because you know ea is just gonna you know money is going to get jammed once and we're gonna actually talk about that next when we talk about microsoft but uh when it comes to ea is this not an example of people complaining but still buying the product like do gamers not realize that the only way to get these companies the only leverage they have is to not buy this game even reviews are irrelevant like when you think of when they make shitty movies and you're like why would you even make that like when you see you know transformer seven next year you're gonna be like why the fuck are you making this and then it gets released <laughs> and then it makes a billion dollars and you're like now i get it because it's making a billion fucking dollars just in the screen that means there's a lot more money going around right right, right. but i think it's it's hard when you have uh people have short-term memories now right i mm-hmm. think that's what the media and social media and all that stuff has sort of of time there's no half-life of information it's just it's kind of insane where you could protest a company for about a week or a month and then you forget that if you buy their game two months later it still is all profit for them like it's it doesn't matter you're supposed to not buy it at all but people are like oh don't worry i I didn't like them for the first month but but i really want to play this game so let me let me try it out and that's why ea is doing as well as they are it's it's utterly absurd and it's yeah, it's they're doing the best the best that they've ever done isn't that insane in terms of what the market is selling well but it, financially it makes sense because gaming's probably the biggest it's ever been but si- simultaneously for the uproar that came about and all the press that came about from the fact that there's loot boxes and microtransactions there's literally zero and action it and you know it's coming back to it no it's not acknowledged it's, it's literally back. announced it's coming back in march like yo. that's what i'm saying like the knowledge not acknowledging it just the knowledge that it is coming back <laughs> you realize that it's going to come back but you still support and ea is still doing as well as it is it's just fucking asinine it's asinine and fucking ea is the and so now this is going on to the next story which is microsoft getting a a bad uh, backlash over the xbox game pass exactly what i talked about even months ago at this point which was the move to digital against physical is going to fuck the secondary market and the fact that these retailers sell the games and so with the game pass like i'm never ever ever going to go buy a game again that is available for that same way if that's which actually is stupid because i'm going to say this right you watch something on netflix and you're like yo i love this movie it's on netflix i don't gotta buy it boom you go one day boom guess what's not there anymore that movie you liked on netflix 
Mm-hmm. So it's like sometimes ownership of physical copy of something you want is important. So it, you know, it's kind of like owning a book versus going to a library. Exactly. It's going to, it's going to come down to that. And it's, it's personal preference. I think, dude, did you, you read the article, obviously the one from game industry biz mm-hmm. and just by James Bachelor. The funniest line I think in this whole article was the fact that it's in the middle. It's right. Right there, I think it's James summarizing what he read or is reading the statements from Microsoft, but it was Microsoft insists that these outlets are in the minority and that Game Pass has been embraced by other retailers. Um, this is in response to the backlash from <laughs> from retailers that are upset with Game Pass and what we were just talking about. I find it so funny that Microsoft insists that, we, that these outlets are in the minority. Yeah. Just saying that, hey, eh, it's whatever. They don't matter. It's Dude, just- say, say <laughs> the, the, it, there's literally a paragraph that says multiple independent retailers will no longer stock Xbox po- products. And then right. the and two paragraphs care. later, the response to the news thus far has been positive. I was like, damn, yo. Yeah, yeah. cold-blooded. Isn't that cold-blooded. crazy? Dude, that, that person so should cold-blooded. work for a presidential administration it's as a hilarious. spokesperson because that that's crave. That's a craven response, because they do fuck every retailer. But at the same time, the, I as much as like, all right, I'm I'm not saying I'm not going to GameStop every weekend buying a game either way. So you know, it's to a certain degree hypocritical. But at the same time, because I, I love Game Pass, I think it's huge. I think it's going to which Microsoft's whole uh, company went up eight. Their gaming business went up eight percent because the Xbox yeah. One X, and it's only going to go up further because now you've lowered the cost to access. So if I go and buy an Xbox, I don't have to go then buy three hundred dollars in games. I just need to right. pay ten dollars a month. So if you are on the fence about getting an Xbox. I've never had more of a reason to go upgrade to the Xbox One X than the fact that they made the Game Pass, which I'm probably going to do now. I was on the fence about it, and I'm like, yeah, of course I will. There's no reason not to, because now my Xbox has a longer shelf life. No, I, I feel you. I think, personally, this is me to you. If you're going to do it, you need to get a 4K TV. You you want to get a TV. I refuse. I don't like how it does. I don't like what it does to television. What do you mean what it does it to television? Like, it looks like weird and soap opera-y. Dude, when have you experienced 4K? I don't understand what's going on here. I, I, I like, like, I've seen 4K televisions. I've seen. I've been in places that 4K televisions. <laughs> Just say you go to. My Best brother had shit. a 4K television. Dude, this the idea is that Xbox One X can produce games at a much higher fidelity and a much better frame rates. But you need a TV that can also support it. You obviously don't want a tube TV. Is all I'm saying. You want to go to the I have a tube TV. TV. I ran with the tube TV to like 2015. That's what I'm saying. You don't want that shit. It's not, you don't do video games justice. Okay. This is coming from video game, like lover. He's been one his entire life. It's just, remember those red, white, and yellow wires? We don't want it, bro. Okay. Yeah, just got to upgrade if you're going to do it. I'm, <laughs> I'm an analog saying. G, bro. I'm an analog. <laughs> I'm all about the analog yeah. life. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I plug my shit in one by one. Sometimes on the front of the TV, so then it's an input one, and then I know I gotta mm-hmm. go through the inputs. But forget to plug in the yellow one; you don't have any sound. You're like, "What the fuck, man? What the like, fuck, what's man? going on?" But then it's you like see that little like in. flickering on when you finally get the right wires, and you're like, "Yes, this yeah. is gonna be fun." But it's funny, so yeah, that's, Bring, funny, that's so. like nostalgic, you know? It's so strange because we haven't experienced that in so long. But anyway, 
Yeah, I have experienced it because <laughs> I purposely... <laughs> you, you're not kidding about 2015, but no, yeah, exactly. I get it. Yeah. I stick around with old technology <laughs> sometimes because the rush to new technology is always faulty. So the first rend- the first three renditions of a new technology are going to be faulty to a certain degree, um, just inherently while they work the bugs out because the rush to market is something... It is something that people usually do. And when companies don't rush to market, you know what they usually end up when they take their time purposefully, they usually end up with something far better, which speaking of Red Dead Redemption 2, the most anticipated game of 2018 is or has an official release date now, uh, October 26, 2018. And that is pretty awesome i think it was supposed to be for the spring initially but i prefer october i think october november december are like the three best months of the year so it's like what why wouldn't i want to be playing this game around that time of the year <laughs> wait, wait, <laughs> why are the best months of the year man Is uh, it halloween thanksgiving christmas hell yeah i mean that that is why video game retailers release games then is because of the holiday season they understand that people are going to buy games September to December is like the most enjoyable time of the year when people are going out they're buying it's like a a sort of lively time and then you have winter where everything sort of slows down and then spring and summer different sort of consumption than fall I'm in the middle of that summer it's my third favorite anyway I'm excited for this game I'm really excited for this game you it, played obviously Red Dead Redemption one. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I think I'm in the minority where I actually haven't. You really I haven't, haven't played? I just haven't gotten to it. Wow, oh, man! I just heard all the good things about it, and don't get me wrong. I think I'm such a sucker for video games that the hype that talking about this game has made me excited and got me into it. It's the same way, like you know, Bioshock. You mm-hmm. played Bioshock? Not Bioshock. Um, sorry, I didn't mean Bioshock. I meant. Uh, Jesus. Well, you haven't played Bioshock either. You don't play first player games. No, no, I, I played Bioshock. I played all of them and Infinite. I just didn't beat Infinite. I'm talking about uh, Mass Effect. There you go, mm. Mass Effect. I didn't beat Mass when Effect. When Mass Effect 2 came out, I had never played one, but people were talking it up so much that I played two, loved it so much. I went back and played one, beat it, then went to three and also beat that, and then have yet to play Andromeda. But I think this is a similar situation where Red Dead 2 has such big hype from it's everyone Xbox in the community that, that I appreciate. Yeah, I appreciate these guys pushing it back. They want to make sure they release a full product. Rockstar knows what they're doing, man. They're the ones who made a billion dollars off of fucking GTA. That was four years ago. Yo, so think about how much money they're going to be off this. Rockstar seriously knows what it's doing. It's like, right? it's, it's pretty genius. It's because they release complete products too. And well, there was the whole big snafu about GTA four or GTA five and the servers and whatnot. But I digress. I think they're gonna do it right. And even though I've never played Red Dead One, that's you just should. a testament. You should to definitively like, go pick that up sometime. Yep. Uh, next up in some sort of not darkly hilarious news, but more karmically necessary a game of logan forest going into the suicide forest was pulled from the xbox marketplace uh it was sort of necessary this guy's back in the new cycle fucking dumb for doing it i'm not even gonna (laughs) go further than i was gonna say 
Who makes the decisions to fucking allow these people? I guess he succeeded on his own, which I can't really take that away from him to that degree. But simultaneously, I could take away the fact that he's a shitty person. Yep. (laughs) Dude, think about, like, whoever made the game, funny as hell, in the short term. But I don't want to give Logan Paul his limelight, if that makes sense. Exactly. So, (laughs) On to the next, Destiny 2, another game with a pretty crappy way of upgrading and working with its seasonal content. Destiny 2 is coming up with a new was it expansion pack? I haven't yep. played any of the Destinies. Have you played the Destiny 2 or do you play 1? Yeah, no, I I crushed 1. I had all the expansions. I thought it was awesome. But eventually it got just monotonous and tiring. Like the end game wasn't great and then Destiny 2 bought it. The graphics are by far the best in like the best game I've ever seen on any console or computer ever and i'm not even exaggerating it is the prettiest and smoothest game i've ever played so they have the mechanics right but just the game wasn't that much fun like i I definitely went to the end game i got as far as i could did the raid and that was great but i actually haven't even bought an expansion yet so i don't care that much yeah it's just it died on me and i feel bad because i love bungie i love what they did with halo and halo will forever be one of my favorites it's just uh yeah agreed halo doesn't get enough do lately for it Dude, I can't wait for Halo 6. No, Halo I'm, I'm going to buy it. I mean, so the, you're not going to buy it? I said I'm definitively going to buy it. Oh, 100%. Oh, okay. That's oh, why I'm an Xbox dude. person because of Halo. I agree. That's exactly yeah. why I started. Too. Yeah. And that was the first game that came out with Xbox in general, just yeah. like the original Xbox. So I still think yeah. it's better than, uh, what's it called? Call, like the Call of Duty and the other games, because obviously it's not made. Those games have more realistic combat mechanisms, but I like the ability that if you get like shot from a side, it's I Overwatch has you can a similar still survive. Overwatch, exactly. Overwatch is one of the reasons I play that because even though it's an FPS to a certain degree, it allows you to maneuver your way into actual battles. So if you're better than someone, you're not going to just get killed by them because they saw you not turning a corner first it's like right yeah yeah. it's it's skill based it's more skill based I think. it's more skill based and so while the other one is more reaction based and i prefer that okay i turned a corner and you got a shot on me but i can figure this out i mean they both require skill and and that but i just can't. of course no, i agree i i think i know where you're going i think the reaction time required for some of those other fps games is not in my uh, realm of expertise realm of ability yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah we could be honest with that one I, there's no way i'm fast enough to twitch out and sort of shoot someone in the head you know, i watched the, i watched the cs go major in, the ue major in boston i was like how do you guys move that how'd you see that how'd you do that right overwatch yeah, i see I it think. i'm like okay it makes a bit more sense what you're working with except for the snipers the snipers are very CSGO-esque in their movements in terms of it's like this moving and then they can twitch it, their finger, and then it just like gets on the head. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yep. It's impressive. It's impressive. It is but very impressive. Anyway, next up, speaking of Twitch, there is a Silicon Valley competitor coming this way titled Caffeine. So the it was announced... I guess yesterday by Ben Karen and Sam Roberts. And basically they are a 
up and coming Twitch competitor that is funded by, funded by Anderson Horowitz and Greylock Partners, which are two of the biggest VCs in Silicon Valley. And it makes sense that someone's coming after the market that Twitch has. And the three key differentiators according to their medium post uh, and you can actually we'll give you or i'll explain the name or the link that you can sign up on they also have an ios app but they create their own broadcasting tool designed for the platform that is simple and easy to use so they're basically going to squarespace setting up a good quality actually no, they're going to basically squarespace slash instagram the ability to make videos uh, all broadcast in real time with no delay so i don't that's going to backfire uh pretty quick cool. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah so um, they'll find that out so hopefully this doesn't <laughs> this may become what was that website uh chat roulette this may become a dick filled uh social <laughs> media Mango, that kind of stuff. exactly yeah yeah Have so you checked it out yet Have no you looked at it? no i i haven't Dude. i had meant to I actually, I, so I downloaded it today and I, I was on this just before when I was watching the owls and I was watching London just crush soul. Yeah. Yes. My squad anyway, aces uh, high bird gang. Just, it was dude. It was really sweet. Like not gonna lie. So don't get me wrong. I'm a big follower of Twitch and I enjoy watching people stream. I think watching people playing the games that I like makes me better just because you can see tactics that I never would have thought of myself. So it's just like, I don't have enough experience didn't invest enough time, but at least read up study up right i, I went on this guy and like as soon as i joined he's like what's up low wasto and i was like wait a second whoa like what what and i didn't realize that he saw me join because i i don't even know how many streamers there were it's, it's a different interface in twitch it doesn't show you how many people are live it doesn't have a chat window or anything like that it's just you typing to him and it seems like it's very personal hmm. and uh he, he ended up g to rocket league and this guy he had no idea he hadn't played Rocket League. He said he just downloaded a week ago, but he was playing Drop Shot and he had no idea how to play. And so I was just typing to him real time and I heard him reading my texts out loud and learning how to play the game. He's like, oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it, Lilo. Like, thanks for telling me how to play and all that stuff. And it was it was like legit real time, though. Like I had just typed it, press enter, and then I saw him reading it out loud. There was no delay. It was actually very terrifying. But also really cool because you've never had I've never had a personal experience with a streamer before. You know? Yeah, that's so interesting. It's it's pretty sweet. It's actually it was pretty cool. I enjoyed the feeling, but we'll see how well it does against well, Twitch. Twitch just might drown it out. Yeah, well, you know, I'm I, I'm for anything that sort of establishes a secondary because the thing is like Twitch chat just sucks. Like Twitch chat is just untenable and it is interesting to have a social media esque it, it was the next step in this, which is like the third thing was it's a social platform like Twitter and Instagram, which I had mentioned above, where you discover content based on who you follow and your conversations based on filtered, etc. They'll change the name, uh that's for sure. I can guarantee that. <laughs> um they, caffeine will no okay. longer be caffeine. Yeah, caffeine.tv, and they also have an iOS app called Caffeine, so you can check that out. And yeah, it's like uh, Twitch was called Justin.tv before, so Caffeine will change its name. And it's interesting, or the company is interesting because it's founded by a former Apple TV product design lead, who is Ben Kieran, as I had mentioned earlier. Uh, and they also have a ex-Valve employee on the team and someone from Facebook, so... They have a pretty good team together. It's interesting. I, 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 
need to check it out a bit more myself. That is yeah. pretty interesting that you were able to have a interaction with someone sort of immediately after. As soon as I joined, man, it was insane. Yeah. But don't get me wrong. He probably had like three viewers, maybe total at the time. No one's heard of caffeine. I didn't know about it until you, you know, showed me these articles and whatnot. So just gave it a look and hey, who knows? Maybe it might blow up and that we talked about them. They sponsor us. It'd be great. It's a win-win. Yeah. It would be a win-win. I'm, I'm I'm always down for sponsor. I've been I've been asking Nintendo. N- Nintendo's not responding. Nintendo being jerk. <laughs> yeah, hit up mics off, yo. Xbox is looking. No. Xbox is definitely looking for edgy material, so we're gonna try to get edgy enough for for Microsoft. Colored commentary. We got colored it. commentary, baby. <laughs> That's us. That's us with a U. Let's do it. Do it. All right. Last up, the Reuters released an esports wire, which is in partnership with Field Level Media. Pretty interesting. It's going to be tournaments and leagues scheduled to be covered include Overwatch, Call of Duty, League of Legends, Counter Strike Global Offensive, Dota 2, NBA 2K, and a few others. And that's going to be cool. Uh, I'm excited. Esports is just getting bigger and bigger. And it is. Now yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting when you see major uh, companies, especially a, a, a company like Reuters in particular, when it comes to as someone who has a part, you know, a, an interest, you could say, in journalism to see a company like Reuters. And eventually you're going to start seeing AP as well uh, with the wire dedicated to esports. That's cool. That's cool. That's and these are well, metrics. No, these are metrics of progress and 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 larger acceptance of the industry. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's cool. How old numbers are still low, though. Which, speaking of, like you can now compare. Which the difference is, Counter Strike is a global game. Definitively, they have teams from all over the world. They're big in Brazil. They're big in there, mm-hmm. Europe, here, there, everywhere. They're just international. There's no esport more international than than csgo that's something overwatch has to work on that's why i thought it hurt them with the league which is like you're like yo we're an international league with 12 teams and eight of them are in the u.s dude i don't know man like i i get where you're coming from and they need to work on it but think about like overwatch came out in what 2013 so they've only had four years in the market or something like that maybe three years around there csgo we were playing that shit in like freshman year of high school back in like 2006 2005 2004 some of the first pc first person shooter games you can play online together yeah that's had a history and then it takes a while to build that fan base to build that um to build that brand really uh, what D-Dust. overwatch has done in the short time compared to what csgo has done over the past 10 years i i think it's yeah i agree i agree with that now when you put it like that which is it was one of the first massive online shooters i was playing that game when i was 12 years old right yeah. like way back in the day yeah and then you played those custom games like i, I could surf mm. that was the first time i experienced surfing on the computer whatever the hell that meant still pretty awesome by the way that awesome is. mechanic i think but uh just it's had such a long run that it makes sense how it's the globe as opposed to overwatch which is very usa centric right it's mm. very I don't know. America, Korea, Europe. It'll get bigger. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it will. That's the problem with all these. Excuse my yawn. 
I'm tired. I got to be up early. So it goes. But regardless, uh, it'll get bigger. They need to include maybe an African team. That'd be pretty wild. An African team or two. That diversity, get, baby. Diversity, baby. Get Af- get get an African team. Get uh, get two or three countries from Africa. Get you know two or three countries from South America. Fucking bad taste, but we all know that that African team will be full Koreans. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be Just, the global uh, game. It's gonna be the global game of Koreans. <laughs> of Korea, <It's>, <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, no offense. It's just like so the good, man. It's just a fact. It's so good. It's an objective fact. Like it's so fucking. That was hilarious. Uh, oh god. It's just funny because that's exactly what it'd be. Hey, this is an African team full of Koreans. Full like of Korean. what? It's straight up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? This is this is what? a Nigerian All Stars fronted by Korea's <laughs> top ten players. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but that's regardless. Uh, it that I see a little bit more parity early on, which is nice. But I'm also afraid that as we get into stage two and three, and the teams sort of gel together, they're just gonna like turn the afterburners on. There'll be a separation see. period. See, yeah. Hey, it's got. A, you said it goes until May. We got plenty, plenty of time left. We'll yeah, see how it goes. True. A lot of time. Anywho, that's about that's about all we got for this week. Uh, this is wait, 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 one wait, more. Wait, just we got, got one more. Up. Yeah. Okay, the, let's hear this. So actually, like you know, the the article that I originally read was on IGN, but you can find it all over the internet. Even Rolling Stone is writing about it. Oh wow! It's the study that PUBG made more than seven hundred million dollars last year. I just want to remark on that. In eight months, that PUBG was released, or at least to the public, you made seven hundred million dollars. How crazy is that number? That's, that's it. It's just, isn't that insane? It was twelve percent of Steam's market. In, this in is like the PC definition games. of the new marketplace. You and I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a podcast. If anyone is interested, it's called Exponent.fm. It is one of the best technology and, and programming podcasts that you can literally find, but they talk about the marginal cost of software development. So you have the fact that this guy, player unknown, put all this time with no reward, no money into making the game and then hosting the game. And then the cost of then selling that game after all of those hours have been put in becomes effectively zero. So every single one of those is basically like ching, 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 ching. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild. That, and that's beautiful. That's the beauty of a game. Because if it hits right like this did, you could see it's only going to get bigger. It's just, I, I found that insane. Just 700 million. Like, what would you do with 700 million dollars, man? I don't know. That's I'm curious how much nuts. Epic made from Fortnite. Oh, Ooh, that's a good point, too. Because yeah. they're free, though. PUBG, you had to pay for, and then, yeah, Fortnite was free. So people were paying for the cosmetics. Exactly. Um, it's got to be doing pretty well. If League then, of Legends is still going strong, people are playing. Fortnite is, Fortnite is bigger. If Fortnite's going to be bigger than PUBG. Dude, they had a Snapchat filter just for Fortnite. I thought yeah. that was insane. Yeah. Fortnite has broken the mainstream, bro. And remember yeah. I said this early on when you guys were playing PUBG? I was like, yo, Fortnite looks pretty cool. It's really fun. And you guys are like, yo, it's like the cartoon version. I'm like, yes, yeah, makes it sort of more accessible. 
it's way more accessible. And yeah, you get you, as mean, a fun factor, it being free is that yeah. It's free regardless. It just is a fun factor to it that PUBG lacks. I, I love PUBG, and I love the intensity of the experiences in the games. But that survival mode gets sort of more enjoyable when it has those sorts of weapons and that sort of design. I love Team Fortress too. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Nature. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. The uh, the cool thing is like if we're gonna go with the trends. The big name is what we should get into, by the way, is like taking these battle royale ideas and just pushing them to the mobile mobile scene. They're already they're already going. For me, it's a zombie apocalypse game. Yeah, well, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Yep. Just imagine. Oh, my God. Imagine zombies, modern warfare zombies on your phone with just 10 or 20, 30 people. Yeah. You all had to work together. But the the, the real goal is to figure out an HQ model for a battle royale game. A what model? The HQ game. So once a day, say at three o'clock. Once a day at 9 p.m. or twice a day. One, two, one for each time period or one for each coast and they play and then the winner of the game gets like 200 grand you know not 200 like a thousand dollars the winner split it which would be pretty cool that would be really sweet exactly so i'm gonna edit that out so no one gets our idea yeah right yeah (laughs) intellectual property ip baby ip baby (laughs) can't take it anyway uh that's that's about it you got anything else for us I mean, I was just going to say thank you for listening and hit up PLG on Twitter. At People Like Games, at People Like Games, iTunes, Google Play, subscribe, review, leave some love, so on and so forth. Hell yeah. 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 All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we shall see you on Tuesday. Enjoy your weekend. Yep. Have a great weekend.